As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just some high flying, ran fast vertical stems of professors from Penn watching eagles eat and pray like bazookies on birthdays. It's Philadelphia, Marissa Bowen, Zach kicking it. Cooler than three penguins till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Marissa Bowen, Zach are here to squeeze. Don't miss the mistress talk on some Zach, for the fourth time in franchise history, the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. Eagles Chiefs are ripe with storylines. Two best teams in the Prince NFL Prince Tega Winogo revenge game. <laughs> There's so many factors in place for Bo to make me the enemy. Bonjour tout le monde. And bienvenue. Birds with friends. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman. Zach, how are you? Happy Wednesday. Happy Super Bowl Wednesday. I'm doing great. Thrilled to be here. Excited for this podcast. Awesome covering the Super Bowl. Um, There's much to discuss, as always, but look at this. This is a big event. What better? Where else would you better be than right here? At this time right now, it feels a little bit more ghost towny because we are recording at the end of the day. Most of Radio Row is empty. So it doesn't feel like as much of a big event right now. Right now, it feels like. like a uh, like a, a trade convention that's packing up and getting ready to leave, don't you think? <laughs> well, they're gonna be back tomorrow morning, right? So yeah, it's 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 after hours. Yeah, there's well, like you know, there are everybody's going. There's some like you know, free appetizers yeah, event yeah. Uh, where you get you know two drink tickets and Jimmy uh, Kemsky's here. You know, people are looking to get a little bit a little bit wild. I was gonna say that could be a good yeah. Oh. Let's, let's see if we can have him on. Uh, no, I does the combine qualify? As a trade event, I mean, in essence, it yeah, is I would say right. So. That because that I was going to say, I I have no basis of comparison for a trade event. Um, we just got back from Eagles from Eagles uh, the Eagles Hotel where we met with every player was there, every coach was there. Nick Sirianni spoke, Jalen Hurts spoke, but this is not your typical Nick Sirianni Jalen Hurts press conference, right? He, they're not addressing the Philly media as much as the national and international media. Is that why you started with the French? Because Jalen Hurts was asked about Paris? Yes, I heard that. I okay. didn't see it. But Yes. He was asked if... What was the question? 
the question. Well, first he introduced himself from Paris. Okay, bonjour. He said he invited. Well, he didn't say bonjour. Um, <laughs> no, he's, he he spoke English. Um, and Mr. Gillian Hertz, my name is Le Bourgeois. I am from the Paris Journal. What do you think about the Spagnolo defense? And do you think you can read what the coverages will be before the snap? It, I always find it funny that 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 you're like you're so offended for everything except when you use accents to imitate other people. Then it's like it's it's all in good humor. But but every yeah, I think accents of of other white people is 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 good to go for me. <laughs> um, okay, uh, I'm not touching that one. Uh, I'll I'll simply so he he said first he invited him to Paris. And then he said, "When he said, if you win the Super Bowl or when you win the Super Bowl, where would you bring the Lombardi Trophy?" And I, I didn't know actually, and maybe it's not the case that the Lombardi Trophy is like the Stanley Cup, where you, where it? you bring it. No, it's not. Yeah, it's yeah. not. Yeah. So yeah, I, th- I think they might have been conflating those two. Yeah, Roger would never yeah. let that happen. That thing is. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I was at Roger Goodell's press conference. Was was looking for you. I thought you and had you let your us, one-on-one. and you let us down, didn't you? Tell tell the listeners, tell the viewers that you had an opportunity well, I, to speak up on our behalf, and you shirked it. No, I, you neglected it. So you, so this is is not like a typical press conference where you're firing questions. Actually, none of them were today. I couldn't get a question in the Sirianni or Hertz because they have someone has to bring the microphone to you, and you should have told. Very you, you shouldn't seen if you could have told Jalen about your second date. Uh, my second. Maybe we could give, we could have just keep this whole thing uh, going throughout Super Bowl week. We'll just get different <laughs> dates of the I mentioned, past lives of. Yeah, I mentioned it to Nick today actually, and um, I, I I I joked with him about it. Yeah. I, I don't know if he totally knew what I was referring to. I okay. kind of got the impression. Right, that like it was, it's not the biggest deal in his life that he laughed. Well, at it's not the biggest right? deal in my life either. Yeah, uh, but it sort of is. No, I can assure it's you, it's more of not. a uh, it's more of a like front page item for you. And for him, it's like buried in the classifieds in terms of like what happened in his day yesterday. It wasn't a big deal in my day either yesterday. As a matter of fact, I would have You went to him and brought it up today, so it was a big enough deal. No, I, I was making small talk I mean, with Nick. I feel like I was I, being, I feel you don't like even it know what a, I said bringing it up. But anyways, that's besides the point. What did you say? Did you say I was going to joke with you that it was like your first press conference? No, I did not say that, actually. Okay, I thought you were going to... That was your joke, you said. No, I was, I was, I was going to say... I, I have people wondering what happened on my first date now. Okay, and he yeah. didn't understand. He, he he laughed, but it was one of those friendly laughs, laughs you know. Like <laughs> I can tell that you're telling me an inside thing that I'm supposed to laugh at, but I don't all the way get it. And then by the end of it, it clicks with him. Oh, that's right. That's the thing that we're yeah. laughing at. Yeah, but no, I can. It, yeah, I I can assure you there are on the list of things occupying my attention today. That is nowhere. That's not even on the list. It's not. It's not like if if we're in Phoenix, that's not even in Flagstaff, right? So. I mean, I have no idea where Flagstaff is geographically uh, relative to Phoenix. Uh, I, uh, I'm a Mr. Know-it-all. You don't even know the geography of Arizona? Yeah, no, I'm not a big okay. Arizona geography guy. You know where, where Goodyear is relative to here? No. You know where Glendale is? Yes. Okay, do you know where Surprise is? <laughs> do you know where Chandler is? Do you know where... Um, I know where Tempe is. Do you know I, know where, I, I know where Tempe where, is as well. Um, Scottsdale? Scottsdale is okay. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, Yuma. 
Yeah. What's what a three ten to Yuma? Isn't that a Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a movie. Here we got we got the great Jimmy Kemsky who did a great piece today on the fourth downs. Jimmy, do you want to come on the show? We'll 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 go to break. We'll come oh, back. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get a whole setup um, for you. Yeah. yeah. So wait. So let me just set this up here real quick because we we should talk about the Eagles. Um, we're we're bothering Jimmy to come on the show. Yeah. We're gonna waste his time by telling we're, by like like setting. Give this. ninety seconds here. Okay, ninety right. seconds. I have literally nothing to do. Uh, the, <laughs> the Eagles practiced uh, today, or they had a walkthrough today. And Jimmy seems, said he had nothing to do. That's what I was laughing. At. It seems good news on the injury front in that no, if they had a full practice today, no one would have been out. Okay. So players are, you know, Landon Dickerson would have been a full participant today. The players who would have been limited are Lane Johnson. And that seems precautionary. Right. And I think and, it would be fun for listeners to read the pool report written by Lindsay Jones, having listened to the episode on Monday about what goes into that yes. and seeing the, uh, the, uh, the end product. Yes. She did a very good job. Yeah. Avante Maddox limited, but um, mm. it, it doesn't seem like there's much to be worried about health-wise. Nick Sirianni's not discussing the punter situation. They're really you know, really I see the, that I one see the, the I see the outkick um, thing over there, and it, nobody's working. They're all gone. They're gone for the night. You would think that if anybody's going to be like pick yourselves up by your bootstraps and and really prove yourselves and work all day long and you know earn yourselves no free handouts. They're not even here. They're not even grinding it. At 6.30 local time, um, what do they want? More handouts? So, in, in, in any event, that's what happened at Eagles practice today. And <laughs> our excellent producer, Kent, is, is getting in on both jokes. You don't have to listen to him, by the way. Right? Uh, and then the, uh, the last thing that I'll say uh, before we get to Jimmy is, yeah, Nick spoke, Jalen spoke, and we spoke to the – Players and the assistant coaches had a chance to catch up with Kevin Patuo and Jonathan Gannon and Denard Wilson and Michael Clay and I can go on down the list. A lot of these guys. It was it was good talking. The best, like, and Jimmy, maybe you will agree with this when you come on. Like the the single best, uh, like access event for us, I think, of the year is the because you you can talk to anybody and they're all like they can't open go to anywhere. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 exactly. Poor right. Isaac Saymalov. Poor Isaac. That's right. All right, let's uh, let's go to break. We'll come back. We're going to be joined by Jimmy Kemsky from Philly Voice. Uh, we're going to talk about whatever we want to talk about. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with twenty four seven U.S. based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right. Welcome back to Birds with Friends. Bo and Zach joined now by Jimmy Kemsky of Philly Voice. Uh, and just to like explain um, some of Zach's um, idiosyncrasies, Zach's been getting a lot of gas this week for how good he's been on Radio Row. Oh. People, lots of people are saying he's doing a great job, and he said he recognized it himself. And he said, "You know what I think that is? I think I know, it's because I I'm not." Myself. And I, I think it's because I, I'm more comfortable because I'm not watching myself when we do the podcast from home. You've got the video up. You're like a little bit worried about yourselves, and yet Zach has just pulled up the live video feed on his computer. So, I'm put what, it down. What? Okay. Well, I still have my credential on. I'm, like I'm just door. wondering why you know. I'm, are you taking your own advice? What are we, like? What's uh, what was what was behind that? You want to see the comments, maybe? 
Uh, yes, I I was curious how the commenters responded to the French accent, actually. Oh, okay. And how did they respond? They give a lot of minions in the chat. Okay. As, as you're I mean, wont to only do. the sickos are going to be watching at this point. Yeah. <laughs> as you're wont to do. Yes. I went down to the local five and five and dime earlier. Yeah. And they were all talking about how, how good Zach was on the podcast <laughs> recently. Hey, at the five and dime. Played it to my finger. Yeah. yeah. I'm familiar with the song American Pie, right? American Pie? Or. <laughs> Let's let him <laughs> let's let him flail here. <laughs> uh, but, uh, all right, let's 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 get back to the. Uh, okay, you can have the rest of the episode to think about it. Uh, Jimmy, how are you? How's your Super Bowl I'm week going? Great, thank you. I've done nothing. I've just been in my hotel Somewhere room 69. for like the nice. entirety of this trip so far. Aside okay. from uh, Eagles uh, availability and such, right. I've done nothing but just write and sleep. Well, that's interesting. Very boring. Zach, uh, <laughs> I was going to, Zach wanted me to tell the story yesterday and I'll tell it, to, I'll tell it now because it's going in a story tomorrow. Uh, Devontae Smith said a similar thing the other day. Okay. He said, uh, Oh, people mistake me and Devontae Smith. Yeah, you guys Constantly. are very similar. Yeah. He said, you know, uh, aside from the media stuff and the practice, like I, I've just been in my room, uh, you know, trying to sleep. And so I asked him, like, so do you have like, you know, a show that you're watching or anything like that? Like, what are you doing to keep the time? And he goes, <laughs> he goes, Nope, just complete darkness. <laughs> I was like, Wait, you don't have it. He's like, complete darkness. Like he's just <laughs> just sitting in his room, not moving a muscle, just complete darkness. Mm, interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's on brand. But that's but that's not for you. You are actually doing work. He knows how to win championship games. Yes, I he mean, does. Freshman year, he's catches the game winning game winning yes. touchdown in overtime, I believe. And then, like, mm-hmm. actually, you look at like the last year in college. SEC championship game, then the playoff, and then the mm. national championship. Those three games, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but it was like 500-something receiving yards mm. in those three games, and I believe eight touchdowns in those three games. The first half in that national championship game, he had like 13 catches or so. Yeah. Right? Mm. Can well, we – you want to tease something? You're going to have to write about that tomorrow. There you go. Yeah, there you go. I might have to steal the other. Uh, the, <laughs> I only had the championship game numbers. I might have to. Oh, you got to go back to go back to add in the yeah. uh, SEC and the playoff game. Everyone's yeah. been talking about Bo Sirianni's story. He's got something else coming tomorrow. Yeah, okay, people are talking about Zach Howie Roseman's story. People are talking about Jimmy's story. Looking back at all the fourth downs, what did you learn? Uh, and read that story on Philly Voice. Very good, good story. We were talking yesterday about the Devonte Smith one at the uh, in the end zone. What did you learn? Like looking back at those fourth down. Uh, plays yeah they scored a lot of touchdowns on those fourth down plays mm. one of the takeaways that and some of them were long touchdowns too like i'd forgotten the Devonte smith one the julian love one right? julian yeah. love where he just just forgot either, how to play football either yeah. didn't want to hit him right. or was hoping for an interception or right. something and that was kind of fun to look back and go oh yeah that's newly minted philly villain yes julian love right uh but yeah they who james bradbury told me before the season best teammate he's ever had oh i've heard that yeah, about interesting him. Yeah, hmm. I've I've heard he's he's like a really good guy in the locker room. Hmm. Okay, you just heard because you just like any Giants player by definition must be classy and <laughs> no, a wonderful but, teammate. That's no, I, I I heard it going back to his time in Notre Dame, just from Tommy Reese. <laughs> Did not hear it from Tommy Reese. No. Okay. Anyway, my biggest takeaway wasn't so much what I you know saw I'm looking at the, the Eagles fourth down uh, conversions and such. It was the Chiefs. Mm. Have only gone for it twelve times all season on really? fourth down. 
And there's only one team. I'll see if you can guess this. See if you okay. can guess the team. Only one team went for it. This was, your, this was not in your story. It was. It was the last sentence of the story. Mm-hmm. Only one team went for it. Fewer than. I'm sorry. Than okay, let's Chiefs. think. So it's probably it's not going to be a really bad team because those teams get behind so much that they have to go for it on fourth down late. So it's going to be like a mediocre team with a bad head coach. Yes. <laughs> you got it. You got it pegged. Okay. So let's go. Hmm. And I got a hit lined up for your first wrong guess after your first wrong guess. The Saints? That's correct. Whoa. Hey, well done. Well, that's pretty good. You would think even with, even with Taysom Hill, you'd think that they would like want to want to do that more. I'm impressed that you got that on the first try. I almost got to yeah, feel like good. you knew it. Somehow. I didn't. I wish that I, I wish that I did, and was a better actor. But well, the Derek Carr era is going to change all that, right? Maybe. I don't, I mean, I don't think so. Yeah. That team is so stupid. They're gonna, they're gonna they're gonna trade they're gonna like trade a bunch of him, picks, even for, though they could just wait for they, him to get released. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah, they really are dumb. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, how are you feeling about this game, Jimmy? I think uh, I like the Eagles' chances a lot. Okay. A lot. Yeah. Let yeah. me ask you this, and, and Zach, you can answer it as well. Spread your turkeys mm-hmm. from these, your 100 turkeys, from these four possible outcomes. Okay. Chiefs blowout. Mm-hmm. Chiefs close win. Okay. Eagles close win. Eagles blowout. Eagles close win. I'll go 45 turkeys. Wow. Okay. Uh Chiefs close win, I'll go 30 turkeys. Okay. I'm up to 70. Uh, no, make that four, make that 35 turkeys. Okay. 45-35? Uh, 45-35. Okay. So we're up to 80. And then I'll go 15 Eagles blowout, five Chiefs blowout. Okay. What's the threshold for blowout close game? Single digits? Three, three scores. Uh, so I'd say two. I'd say eh. I, was I think if you win by 14 points in the uh, Super Bowl, I was that's thinking a double digits yeah. or single digits. All right. Okay. I don't know. But, you know, not all 14-point wins are equal. Sure. Uh, but, like, the feel of it is that, like, they... You, well, we, they know, we, know, yeah, yeah, we yeah. know what a blowout yeah, looks it's, like. Yeah. It's pornography. Yeah. You know when you see it. Um, so, I'll, I will go 42 uh, close win for the Eagles. Okay. Um, 38 close win for the Chiefs. Okay. I will go uh, 12... Blowout for the Eagles, eight blowout for the Chiefs. Mm, very down the middle. I think I'm. I, it's a one and a half I, point I spread with a fifty point over. I think I would go. I think I'd go forty Chiefs close win. Thirty Eagles blowout. Mm. Twenty Eagles close win. Ten Chiefs blowout. Mm. Like I think. I think if so the game. 50-50. I think if the game is close. I think the Chiefs are going to win the game. Hmm, that's like, interesting. I just I think that Patrick Mahomes, if he has the ball at the end of the game with a chance to win, I think they're going to win. But I think the Eagles are much more likely to win handily. See, I think the the possibility for an Eagles blowout is a little under. Um, I don't know. Discussed under given credit. I was going like, to say under discussed, but I didn't like it. Under water. It's. I think it's a possibility that hasn't been explored. To yeah, yeah, I think it's possible. Yeah, because uh, I mean, look at what they did in, in the divisional round. They yeah. won thirty-eight-seven. Like, there's a they chance beat the 49ers thirty-one. There's a know, really like yeah. There's a there's, a, there's a realistic chance you can give them a homes thing. Yes. There's a realistic chance that after Sunday night, we're talking about the Eagles as one of the best teams of all time. Okay. 
right? I don't think like, that's crazy. If they win this game by 10 points mm-hmm. against the best offense in football, but like by a wide margin, and Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, and they win it handily, we're talking like this roster, they lost one game all year long with their starting quarterback, right. and they dominated the playoffs, right? Like, and, and the one loss was kind of like, I don't want to say right. <laughs> Okay. Oh, my percentages were uh, it was like 40, 40 for Chiefs close win, thirty for Eagles blowout, twenty for Eagles close win, ten for Chiefs blowout. Basically, the the, the idea being that I, I think if it's close, the Chiefs will win. But who asked for the repeat of that? Was it Denise? Uh, and so you think it's a fifty fifty game though? Yeah, maybe if, maybe I would adjust it and make it fifty one forty nine, and I'll give uh, I'll give Eagles close win twenty one and right Chiefs middle. blow out nine. Um, yeah, I I don't think we're giving enough credit to Patrick Mahomes. I give him all the credit in the world. I think if he has, the, I think I think he's. I'm probably going to pick the Chiefs. Like really? I think so. Okay, that's the way I'm leaning right now. I I just he look. It's it's Captain Obvious. He's so good. I can't say that. Yeah. But and Sheila's given the stats. He's played like 97 games, and only three of them they haven't like had a lead or been close yeah. in the fourth quarter. Right? Yeah, like that's the thing. I, I, in this way, I mean, Jimmy knows so much football, so I, I'm 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 not. But <laughs> Call him Jimmy football. No, I I can't. I just I don't think you can put this game in the same category as like look what they did to San Francisco and, and the Giants. San Francisco. Yeah, but the, the brought, thing about that game, if 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 they if there was a rule in the NFL that you were allowed to have a third quarterback, the Niners probably win that game. <laughs> By the way, who would the, their third quarterback have been? Was it yeah, Jacob? Like, was this it idea J- that like was it Jacob Eason? Yeah, I think so. Right? You know, it's like, fu- so it's fu- I just got I just got back to my hotel from you know our availability, yeah. and coming out of the elevator that I was going into was Ronnie Lott, and I was so I was so mad. About, I got in the elevator and the door shut. And I went, ah, shit! I should have asked Ronnie Lott. Like, why are the why are the Forty ers acting like a mm. bunch of bitches? <laughs> <laughs> well, so what I want and missed opportunity. Yeah. Uh, so there's there's nothing that prevents a team from dressing. Yeah, three exactly. Quarterbacks. exactly. Like, and right. The, the, the and the, even like let's the idea that they could have had the best third quarterback in the world and he would have gone into that game and still yeah. been good. Like you saw what they did to Josh Johnson. Yeah, their their like, third quarterback was not as good as Josh right. Johnson. But there's also there's so much. Rev- <laughs> I don't know if it's revisionist history, but. Just not acknowledgement of history. They, there used to be forty-five players active and an emergency quarterback, yeah. right? And now what there is is there's forty-six players right. active, <laughs> yeah, and can, teams right. can choose right. if they're so worried about the quarterback going down, they can choose to dress three quarterbacks. A lot of teams, or I don't know, I shouldn't say a lot of teams. Some teams don't even keep three quarterbacks on their roster, right? Because they don't feel that they would rather allocate that roster spot elsewhere. This idea that that uh, the league would be so much better if you have a, if, right. if you're that worried about your quarterback getting down, dress three quarterbacks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, you, know, you I, are allowed to do that. That is, it's it's such a preposterous argument, and it's not something that the league needs to revisit. Right. It's it's something it's that, like crying like yeah. McCaffrey saying like we feel like something was taken from us. Are you kidding yeah. me? Like, now they got a question about it today. Were you there for oh, that? Yeah. No, 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 so they're going to have Ian Book active. Yeah. For that. <laughs> no. And then he said, and then the the question was also, uh, do you think the league should change the rule about the quarterbacks? And I'm sitting next to EJ. I'm like, that's right. EJ. There's no rule. There's no right. rule. Right. And then Nick mm-hmm. answered the question like. Uh, He's like, well, you know, I'm not in charge of the rules yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Instead of saying, yeah, right. there's no rule. Yeah. <laughs> what now, are you talking about? The, the rule that I would change uh, that's, that's kind of corresponding to that is I think you should have everyone allowed to be active. 
Okay. I think that especially in the age of practice squad elevations, when you're allowed practice squad elevations, there's no longer this competitive disadvantage that you know, it, it, and with IR rules as as they are now, the the inactives were created uh, because you would have like four or five guys on your team who were hurt, and they wanted to make it more equitable. Mm-hmm. In in today's day and age, when you can put guys on IR for four weeks, and where you can elevate players from the practice squad, if you're on the team, you should allow you should be allowed to play in the game. I always feel bad when the Super Bowl. I think that's a fair yeah, point. Yeah. I feel bad when the Super Bowl inactives come out. Like, you're here. You should be able to play, right? <laughs> right. You should be eligible to play in the game. I remember Shelton Gibson playing his one special team snap. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he got a fight, Bowl. right? Yeah, he like started a fight. It was <laughs> one snap on, so, on punt coverage. So that, the by the way, the that would solve this this third quarterback thing. If you want to mm-hmm. carry three quarterbacks on, on your roster, like, that guy should be able to dress and play. There's they no should reason change, they should have you know what, They should change the rule, and I wonder if, if Roger Goodell has thought about this, to make it illegal for the Niners to lose. <laughs> <laughs> that would solve everything. Um. My my rule change is, and it might be the same as yours, Jimmy, because I know you feel the same way about this. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just have a buzzer for the play clock, please. Oh my god! Like yes, it is please. so stupid. Yeah, it's just, and it's such an easy fix. Like we don't need to do this. Pretend like I look and I look and I look, and there's only one. Like give they, me a break. They act, and it's always the same explanation anytime it happens. Right. Like everyone, everyone watching at home can see the play clock went right. to zero, and then and there was a, a pause. Second. And then the ball is snapped, and then they go, oh, well, I, I don't know. Maybe the viewers don't know this. <laughs> maybe, maybe this has never been discussed on an right. on a, on a NFL uh, game before. But the back judge, he looks at the play clock, and look. then when it hits zero, he then has to take his eyes, <laughs> move them to the center, and then at that point he assesses, <laughs> was the ball snapped yet? Mm. And then if it wasn't, then... Only the, and then and only then. Then he throws the yeah. flag. Now, I think it should, it should be a light as opposed to a – it could be a light and a buzzer. But I think a, a buzzer would be hard to – It's a very funny thing to argue about, but okay. Yeah, a buzzer would be hard to <laughs> – look, if, it, if it's a loud stadium, yeah, okay. number one. And okay, well, yeah, that's yeah, fair. Uh, you know the other thing with the buzzer, too, is the buzzer could go off – but they actually did get the snap in on right. time, yeah. and then players don't know yeah, if it's yeah. a okay. live All right, play a light. or not. Yeah. Right. Okay, okay. The I'll NBA literally added a light for that exact reason. Yeah, they okay. used to have a buzzer. You're right. You're okay? Right. okay, but but now what they do is they can see when the light goes on and when the ball comes out mm-hmm. of the hand. Mm-hmm. I like as that. As opposed to the buzzer, so that's what I would do. You 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 have it. It needs to be excess. You know, maybe. Uh, like an LED light going around the stadium. Maybe like confetti flies out. <laughs> no. And you're gonna see the No, you have you know, you on on the walls where are they called walls? What what's the I don't know what you're talking about. Around the you know, around the perimeter of the field. Okay. What is that? Well the, we'll call them walls. Walls, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the top of that you just have a red light that you know, that lights up when it, Maybe the that lights in the stadium go out. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just and then they flip, yeah. now you're just being bow. Or yeah. you could put like a cattle prod in Ooh, the quarterback's yeah. leg, and then when if he doesn't get it off in time, just get shot. Or the ball, the ball, the, the ball too. The sure. ball becomes <laughs> like 150 pounds. The second you can't snap it at that. Yeah, the point. second and it's right. and so like you Beautiful. try to snap it, but it's be, it has become a boulder, <laughs> and you are no longer allowed. And that's how we know if you. If, oh, okay, yeah. delay of game, and then all of a sudden the magician. Waves his wand that's, and it's back to a normal. Th- that's fantastic. Football wave. Yeah, I think that's good. Make it happen, Roger. Okay. Now I was gonna before you joined us, Jimmy. Uh, Zach really let us down on Roger Goodell. Uh, we had his press conference today. What did he talk about? And what did he notably 
not talk about because no one had the balls to ask him. Before, so let me. there's always one reporter mm. that always has to ask Roger Goodell a press conference or a question at every Roger Goodell press conference. Let me ask, did, did this, did Ben Volan ask a question? <laughs> yes. He, <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. What did That's he ask? And it was um, a Patriots related. No, he actually made the joke that I should be asking you about the Flake Gate because we're back in Arizona. <laughs> so um, it was Patriots related. But no, it was <laughs> no, that was his joke. As no. if, as as if, yeah. like he's chummy enough with Roger. Like, oh, last time you and I were in Arizona, remember we were talking about the Flake? <laughs> well, this is where the Flake Gate. Uh, like, this is okay. When the Super Bowl was here last, that was the right. big story. I think. Now, that did Roger was, give him the laugh that Nick gave you today, that where he laughed and then didn't yeah. really understand what they were laughing uh, about? <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. I, I don't know. Uh, but then he asked a different question. I think it had to do with with injuries of of some variety. Okay. Um, the uh, so yeah, it must have been a great question. So this was interesting, actually. Um, flex this year, two thousand twenty three. Flex schedule starts for Monday night games, and Roger Goodell says that he can see sometime soon when it flex when flex schedule extends the Thursday night games. Mm. Which to me is so ridiculous. Yeah. It affects like like take away our travel plans. Fans book trips to right. games or you yeah. know, or even home games. They they plan for you know, you buy tickets for one I, I understand the NFL is essentially mm-hmm. a television show, right? But it it messes things up if you change the day of the game. And are the is it that much of a problem? If your Thursday night games are not between two good teams, people are going to watch them anyway. Yeah. yeah, you know they're already between. But like, I mean, that's yeah, that's on. that's the problem they're trying to fix. Yeah, and to know, me, it though like you don't need to have a Sunday game flex the Thursday night to create a a better television viewing experience. I agree. If you're watching the game on Thursday night, anyways, you clearly want to watch the NFL. It's you're, probably like yeah. this is Amazon, like whining yeah. because they got a very bad yeah, slate yeah, this yeah, year, yeah. right? Yeah. And Al Michaels is just you know. <laughs> Like publicly <laughs> yeah. bitching about it the entire time, um, like Al, you're slumming it with Amazon anyway. You know, you get to hang out with all the owners. Just do your job. Yeah, yeah, I um, love a crappy, you know, Texans Colts game on Thursday night. Yeah, it's fun. Bring it's, it on. It's perfect because you can give you can give it just the amount of attention that it deserves. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that came up. Roger Goodell defended the officiating. I don't have the quote in front of me. He said he something. He said it's like, it's like it's, it's this is the ever. best yeah, it's yeah, ever it's, been. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that, that, that came up. There were very important questions about diversity in the NFL, and not just in the league in terms of coaching, but um, in the NFL and NFL media and things of that nature. So um, important topics there. And, uh, you know, geographical stuff. Uh, regard, I like where's Flagstaff? No, no, as in like more games in Germany, games returning to Mexico City. There, there's not a Mexico City game this year because the stadium is being renovated for the World Cup. Mm. Uh, but they're going to return to Mexico thereafter. They would like to add more games in Germany. Um, there's, there's two games this year, and the Eagles have a chance of playing. I don't think the game against the Chiefs. They're not no going to have, the, not have yeah. the Super Bowl rematch in Germany. But the Eagles Patriots week game, one. Eagles Chiefs? Yeah. That's in, if the Chiefs win, right? Yeah, if the mm. Chiefs win, yeah. then I could definitely see that. That's a made that's a great week one game. Yeah. Super Bowl rematch. Um but uh the Eagles Patriots game, I could see that in Germany. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. That'd what is nice. it? Munich fun, and huh? uh Frankfurt? Yeah, the two correct. cities. Okay. Yeah. Never okay. been to Germany. I've been to Berlin. 
Okay. Yeah, that's my German city that I've been to. Great city. Yeah. But like much more of like a cosmopolitan city than you than you feel like you get you're get you're not getting like the uh, the Munich Germany, you know. How did Roger Goodell, by the way, defend the officials when they such egregiously missed the Devontae Smith catch and not only that, allowed the Eagles to run up to the line of scrimmage to snap the ball before the 49ers had a chance well, to challenge. Well, it's better than it's ever been. The question he didn't answer that Zach failed to ask because he was being uh, obsequious to authority um, and, and failing his job as a journalist to call I take umbrage power for that characterization, into account was how can you not tell if a ball hits the wire? Could you imagine if I asked that question? That would be the most esoteric. He wouldn't even know what I'm referring <laughs> he to. He probably wouldn't. He would not know what I'm referring to. And he was at the game, and he would not know what I'm referring to. Roger, the wire. How can you not tell? It's, the, it's a camera. I like the in-game uh, suggestions that they should look at the camera that got hit yeah, to yeah. see if it shook a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Why not? Okay. Yeah, no, I, I did. I did not ask that question. Just make it up. Uh, review <laughs> standards on the fly. I mean, that would be that would be evidence, right? <laughs> like, sure. I don't know. I uh, and then people can't there be audio too? You wouldn't wouldn't it wouldn't it make a sound if it hit the wire? People would be demanding to see like the shaking video, and they'd be like, <laughs> yeah. "That's and they're like they'd have all scientific, yeah, exactly." Yeah. <laughs> all right, what's going on? Some, right. some, some, some commotion. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm I'll tell sure. you what it isn't. The outkick people working. <laughs> so, uh, at Nick Sirianni's press conference today, it was brought up that it is it was Nick Sirianni Day at Southwestern Central High School oh. in Jamestown, New York. I yeah. can't believe you didn't fly back for it. Well, I, I, I didn't know, but, but Nick said they kind of have to do that because his brother and his sister-in-law both work there. Um, but he said he, he, he had a lot of great memories there, worked really hard there, more in sports than in, in academics. Um, but no, no, that's right. Yeah, that that came up, and then I feel for Nick with with this. How many times? How many times is does he need to address the fact that Andy Reid didn't oh, yeah. keep him in Kansas City <laughs> every single press conference? And I well, I tell you what though, this is his own making because he went out of his way to tell us on Saturday that he did have a little chip on his shoulder. For it. But I'm just saying, like, are you going to get? I some, know, but like, but this is his own creation. It takes it takes five minutes to just go through the, the questions, could, or he, he could have watched this. He opened this up. No, he didn't open anything up. Yes, he did. This question would have come up regardless. No, not no, because he already made it a thing. He's yeah. the one who made it a thing. Bo, I can assure you, the people asking the question did not read your story. <laughs> not my okay. story. Or did not read the story on ESPN. Or no. I bet. I think that's why it's in the zeitgeist. Otherwise, it would be much more of a thing like, oh, I yeah, like I, he, had a, he came in. It was a new staff. I, I, of course, I wasn't hired. That's how things work. Like, I disagree. I just think it's, it's one of those questions that, that keeps getting asked. I like the delivery of that question today, by the way. I where see it. It, was, uh, it was somebody from another country, and they were like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to do this. I don't even remember what country I would guess they were from. But okay. they were, no, let's not be xenophobic. They, they, they started, with the, they started gonna, by... But feel free to use access. So they, yes. <laughs> they started saying, like, it's not a boxing match. Yeah. And I was like, where's this going? <laughs> <laughs> but, could, but who would win in a fight between you and Andy? <laughs> and it was like, no, it was... Uh, but it had something to do with like revenge. I guess his, yeah. his, his 
point mm. was like revenge is yeah. prominent in boxing, maybe, but this is football. Do you have? Do you want to take out your revenge on uh, Andy Reid? Is you know very whatever wherever this person was from, English was not their first language, so okay. they had trouble spitting it out. But what uh, a dope! But you could almost kind of see Nick like going, oh, "I gotta answer this again." <laughs> And you, I, I'm kind of with you a little bit, that, you know, of his of his own doing. I think. Yeah, it's it something that I that 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 I would have done today. Uh, well, that sounds mm. like that sounds. Write a banger story about Howie Roseman. No, that that's that sounds kind of uh, pompous. I, I take that back. He his mind worked the same way I that my mind did when you know the. People, How is that less pompous? Like, because I I don't know if I I've I've never had a head oh, okay, coach press okay. conference. So I don't know if I yeah. would have said, but so. So at the Super Bowl, some people who ask questions like to identify themselves, right? And someone's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I'm John Smith from WTXN or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And, and at, at the same time, I was thinking it. Nick was like, where's that from? <laughs> Where know? was he from? WTXN? No, I, it, wasn't, it, it wasn't WTXN. But it was what, something, uh, something, do, something. Do you know where he was from? Yeah. Don't say it. Where was he from? Uh, Western New York. Yeah. No, because he would have known. Oh, were you, that. you yeah. were you in there? That. No, I wasn't. Oh, there. okay, so you wouldn't know. Never mind. I, I was I was testing your memory. But uh, go ahead. New Haven, Connecticut. No, 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 no. Danbury, Connecticut. Danbury. Oh, okay, so Danbury. Nice. Danbury. I think I think Ryan Gomes. I think Ryan Gomes is from uh, Danbury. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Mm, okay. Um, some well, I don't have the, Ryan Gomes. I don't have the commenters the, in front of me. One of the but best can, players who came you can to fact the fact check that. What 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 day was it for Nick? Like what what high school was it? Him, Southwestern Central. Okay. Yeah. Which, which uh, what a the, ridiculous name, Southwestern Central. Yeah. I mean, let's get our which. Where, where are we geographically? So it's like you know south them? and west, but like kind of yeah. central. Yeah. I've been there. It's nice. It's you got. Did I you feel like you were more in central or more in southwest? Uh, I felt like I was. I was in southwest. I mean, you're a little past Jamestown at that point. You're, you were dead in the center. You're of actually. The you're like. You're more in Lakewood than you are in Jamestown at that point. Um. But uh, I'll ask you this. Uh, well, no. Uh, you better ask it. What's the name of the athletic complex at, at Southwestern Central High School? No Fran Siriani uh, Complex. Really? Yes. Yep. Well said. Well done. So there was uh, a Doug Peterson day in Morristown. He, Doug lived in Morristown okay. when he was the yep. head coach of the Eagles. Morristown had a Doug Peterson day. Did they give him, like, the key to the city or something? I don't know exactly what they okay. did. They had a little... Parade for not yeah. parade, but you know, a little outside gathering for yeah. him or whatever. Doug loved that. Doug was all <laughs> in. I really freaking <laughs> loved that his town had Doug Peterson Day. So I interviewed I interviewed the mayor nice. of Morristown to you know get you know add to the story about right. Doug Peterson Day or whatever. And the mayor of Morristown went like way out of her way. To say, oh well, it's not Doug Peterson Day every year. It's just Doug Peterson Day this one day only, <laughs> right. and then never again. Right. So I told Doug this, and he was like crushed. Uh, <laughs> he thought it was for perpetuity. <laughs> so did I. Well, why not? No, no you, you you honor the guy for the day. It doesn't. It's it's not like Martin. <laughs> should have been. It should have been Doug Peterson Day forever. <laughs> he was, dude. He was crushed when I told him that, like, it's never going to be Doug Peterson Day there they start, again. They start school every day with the pledge of Doug Peterson from now on. <laughs> yeah, I felt very, I felt very Doug. bad. I felt very bad after I For told the him. United States of Hagen Dazs. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking, like, thirty years from now. <laughs> School's canceled. <laughs> <laughs> you got remember you got to you have to have childcare 
next uh, next in two Mondays because it's Doug Peterson Day in Morristown. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's let's be professional here. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. All right. Uh, well, Jimmy, you, you gave us that. Wait, no, I've 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 a serious. You know, I I think because uh, Doug Peterson Day isn't serious. <laughs> no, well, we're laughing here. Uh, no, I I've enjoyed these be- these these interviews we've had with Elliot and Jeff and now you because it also gives us a chance to learn how how different people view their job and 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 do their job. And one thing that I've always respected about your work is like uh, in this job, you know, there's this expression: be either either be better at what everyone else is doing or or, or do it differently, right? Okay. Um, like what's what's your approach to covering the Eagles and how do you distinguish yourself from the pack? Uh, well, thank you, first of all. Um, well, when I was trying to break in, and this is like, I don't know, maybe a little advice for anyone that's trying to like get into sports writing or whatever. Um, I tried to not replace what people read, like, you know, you were in, you were a beat writer before I was. I wasn't like my mindset wasn't read me instead of Shiel or Zach Berman or Jeff McLean or whoever. Um, I tried to find any little niche area that I possibly could where you know, read me in addition mm-hmm. to whoever you read. Like, I'm not going to replace, you know, the the regular beat writers that everyone reads every day, whatever. So I, you know, found a way to you know learn about compensatory picks mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. dumb stick figures and I don't know, whatever I did at the time. <laughs> like, and I had an NSV East blog. So, uh, do something nobody else is doing. Nobody in the, yep. in the city was covering like the, the Cowboys and, yep. and, and Washington and, and the Giants, um, from like, in, you know, a Philly kind of perspective. So that's what I tried to do. And, uh, that's basically how I got in initially yep. was, uh, I, you know, I had my own blog and that served as my resume. I was in sales for like 10 years before I got into this business. And, you know, like my resume would have been like, oh, you sold, uh, you, you sold investment research, huh? Well, bye. <laughs> like, like, how's that, how's that help me in, uh, in looking for a sports writer or whatever? So uh, I tried to do that. And that, that, that's how I was able to be successful in getting in. And then the other thing. And I, then I've tried to kind of do that throughout my career as well. I, I was going to say the other thing among the things I, I respect about Jimmy too is it doesn't matter what day of the year it is. It mm. could be June 13th, August 2nd, February 4th, right? Um, you know, you pick a day. You have something up every single day of the season. I of, appreciate of the, that. Of the, of the year. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's impressive. Appreciate that. So check out Jimmy's work on phillyvoice.com, which I imagine if you're watching right now, you already read Jimmy's work. But Yeah, I mean, would would be sort of ridiculous otherwise. My favorite, so so there have been some, some good Jimmy appearances on this pod, but one of the hilarious ones was when you guys were driving together mm-hmm. to, oh, yeah. to Pensacola. Guns. Yeah, God, guns, and mm, something, cool. something that didn't quite belong, right? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember it either. Yeah, no, unfortunately. Good times though, buddy. If you had to pick, uh, if you had to pick one member of the Eagles beat core, okay, who you think would make the best salesman? Mm. Who would it be? That's a good question. Uh, I think you'd be pretty good, actually. I don't know. I, I, think um, I don't think I got. I have that in me. No, why not? I don't. I'm not a, I, like. I'm not good at telling people uh, like pretending that I like people that I don't like. But you're genuine in that way, though. You don't fake it. Yeah. And I think Zach would be good, too, because people buy from people they trust. Oh, thank you. And there's no BS in Zach Mm. either. Thank you. Um, In terms of, like, personality, like, 
you know, kind of schmoozing and such. Hmm. Couldn't you see a situation where nobody understands how, but Bob Groats is the top seller? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's like Creed Bratton. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I could see that. I love Bob Groats. Yeah. yeah. Can you tell? Oh, we're in Arizona. Can okay. you tell your Arizona Bob Groats story? Oh, right. So, well, I, to be clear, apparently what I did was illegal. <laughs> okay. So, uh, uh, Joe, don't turn it off. <laughs> okay. So, uh, before I went to before we went to Arizona, Bob started talking to me about how he loves. I, I happened to mention I was going to Sedona mm-hmm. after the the Eagles Cardinals game, which I did. That's, that's which north I did. of here, by the way. Okay. I know. I went there with with yeah. my family when. Gorgeous place. Yeah, and beautiful. A lot of hiking and stuff up there, and they have like these the red these red rocks that are up yeah. there. And Bob wanted a red rock, so he asked me if I could grab a red rock from Sedona and bring it back for him. So I said sure. And when I was there, if you're going to do something, do it right. So I found the most beautiful <laughs> red rock I could find. Mm. Beautiful, nice. You know, uh, sheen surface, big, big. Jimmy. And I, I went, that. I went with a big rock too. Ooh. I didn't go like you know, small rock right. that like would be you know easy to carry. I you know, I one that would be what, that would be difficult to hike if the play clock had run out. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It was it was a good. I'd say that rock was a good seven eight pounds. Wow. And I carried the, I carried that thing around on my hike for like <laughs> three or four hours for Bob Groats, <laughs> and I brought it back on the plane. And apparently, you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to take. These rocks from yeah, I mean, from a <laughs> national fictional story from a national park, right. and I brought it back. And uh, Bob wasn't there the day that the next time that I was in the the Eagles media room, and I boom, plopped the red rock down on his desk. He was thrilled. Next time he got in there, he saw his red rock. Absolutely thrilled. Beautiful. And that's uh, what led the Eagles <laughs> to the Super Bowl. That's right. And that's how they got there. That rocks. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jimmy Kamsky from Philly Voice. Follow him on Twitter. Read his stuff. Uh, you, you, how are you? How are you approaching game night? You're gonna you know the same type story. Ten awards. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'll okay. do ten awards. Yeah, and uh, the last time uh, I was actually by you. Mm. Like I remember one one of the. I don't know if you still use it. Maybe you do. The no, I don't think it's been, actually probably been a long time since you used it. But the the Bradley oh, yeah. Cooper. When when you're like, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, the guy, the guy, we're, that's you right. and I, and, you, yeah, and that's right, and like maybe two other, one or two other beat writers were asking Jeffrey Lurie stuff, and the guy yeah. goes, ah, <laughs> Jeffrey, what was it like to watch the Super Bowl? You were with Jeffrey Lurie, with Bradley Cooper, with you. That's that's so cool, and he's an Eagles fan, and you're with him. And Jeffrey Lurie's like, yeah, you know, Bradley Cooper, we watched him, just won the Super Bowl, like, well educated, Bradley Cooper. It's debatable. All right, back uh, to close things out on the other side on Birds with Friends. All right, back on Birds with Friends, Bo and Zach and nobody else. Zach, what are you doing tonight? You want to hang out? You want to have dinner? Well, we're, we have a, a company dinner okay, with, so the other, have a with the other writers here, and then I'll return back to my hotel room and I'll write. Um, what are you going to be writing? Uh, Siren songs? No, I, there's two stories that I'm I'm working on. One will go up during the day tomorrow, and then one comes out Friday. And then there's more stuff on Saturday and Sunday, but those two are kind of at the front of my mind right now. And tomorrow's, tomorrow's a huge day. It's our last day of access um, during the yeah. week. And we talked about how valuable these days, you know, these days are. Uh, did we talk about on-air or off-air? We talked about... I think we, yeah, we touched on it briefly. Yeah. yeah. 
So basically, every player, every coach is there yes. for, for 45 minutes. With two or three of them at a table. And you yeah. can just sort of walk around the room and go wherever yeah. you want. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, it's a very... There are like, like eight guys on podiums, but yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a conducive setting for like actual conversations, right? You know, some guys have scrums around them. But typically, if you want to talk to someone, you're able to talk to someone and actually have like a... A real conversation. So, uh, I it's it's one of the benefits of covering a team in the Super Bowl that you get these types of access, that you get this type of access. So it was uh, it was good, and and we have it again tomorrow, and we have a big podcast day tomorrow too. So I'm gonna need to make sure I get some work done tonight and uh, make sure I have that that time in the schedule tomorrow. All right, there you go. Um, what else was on your mind? There's a lot on my mind, <clears throat> excuse me, but uh, for the purpose of the podcast, uh, you know, I'm really nailing down some of the final things with this game. It's it's like there's, I got to say this about the Super Bowl, and I don't, uh, now, now you did a really good piece on Monday that was like getting into the game, which was good. We needed that, but I feel, and correct me if I'm wrong, there's very little discussion at the Super Bowl about the actual game they're going to play on Sunday. Right, like if the, gu- it, the guts of the game, or just you know, in a typical week, you know, you're you're talking to uh, the players and and the coaches about the matchup, right? And there's very little that comes up about the actual matchup for the Super Bowl, right? So, uh, yeah, there's there's stuff with the game that we want to get down. Uh, there's a few things with the Chiefs that just as I've I've been thinking about it and and, and reading about it. Um, I really think the Jarek McKinnon, the Jarek McKinnon factor is, is one to watch. I, he's been probably the best pass catching running back this season in terms of production, right? I mean, when you look at ever since he, he kind of really took on that role, but um, the the rookie Pachero has been in recent games taking on that role too. So I, I think catching the ball out of the backfield, and we talked about it going into the San Francisco game. But their quarterback issues, you really didn't get a chance to see it much. I think that that's going to be a huge factor in this game, and there's so much attention on Travis Kelsey, and rightfully so. But I would really watch out for the running backs catching the ball out of the backfield. I think that's true, uh, and we know that the Eagles rank towards the bottom of the league uh, against opposing running backs. However, if that's the way they're going to beat you, that's that's fine. You know, like I think I think this is sort of like a Gannon type game where don't get beat over the top. Force well, them. Like, I don't know. I think that's okay. That's the thing. Look, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I do have them. Uh, look at the amount of big Flex. plays Jarek McKinnon has this year. And it's it's not Jarek McKinnon running behind your corners, yeah. right? It's them getting him into space. Uh, and that's something that, that would really be be an issue in in, in this game. I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm saying watch out for that. Do you that. think we've given Kenny Gainwell enough love on the show? No, we haven't. Um, he, he's been good. And here, I got a, a stat here that my brother sent me. Let me pull this up. Oh, yeah, baby. I love um, the Berman stat. Emberm? Yeah. He said, great, uh, great stat on, on, on why he works behind this O-line. And, and this is from Next Gen Stats. <clears throat> so anyone could have access to this. But uh, Kenny Gainwell had, they say, they say Kenneth, it's Kenny, has, <laughs> has been one of the, the more downhill runners in the, in, the, in the league this season. He's averaged the quickest time to the line of scrimmage, 2.52 seconds in the NFL this season, including playoffs. Uh, That's a pathetic stat. <laughs> That's okay. pathetic. 
Okay, why is that pathetic? The quickest time to the line of scrimmage? I'm just, I just, I just wanted to call something he said pathetic. Oh, I see, to, I see what you did back there. Yeah, as, no, that's fine. As your, as your, as your partner. Well, that's, that's nice you have my back, but you don't need my back there. I, I'm, look, if there's something that I need to, to do better, I, I want to hear it. Okay. Um, Hubbard was number two. Samaj Perrin was number three. AJ Dillon, number four. Jamal Williams, number five. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Kenny Gate, but he's been explosive too. And he's coming on, and I compared him a few times to it's like the Corey Clement run, literally and figuratively, in, uh, in, in 2018. Don't even. <laughs> uh, in 2017, but the, in January and February 2018. Uh, and if, if you recall, Corey Clement was the leading receiver in the Super Bowl, yes. four catches, 100 yards. Uh, so, that said, uh, maybe maybe Gainwell has has that type of game. And it's it's going to be real interesting, this momentum that he's generating going into the offseason, right? Because the Eagles are going to have a huge decision to make at running back. And that's actually that's that's a transition to um, have a story out today on Howie Roseman. It's kind of the vindication, re-vindication. I don't, know, I don't think that's a word. Vindication again of Howie Roseman. Um, and, and we've discussed that ad nauseum here. Uh, you can check that out. There's some interesting perspective from Howie, from Jeffrey, from other people. But uh, one thing that I addressed in the end of the story is is like what happens next, and that's going to be fascinating to watch because there's so many decisions, and it's it's not the same as 2017. 2017, they really wanted to keep the core intact, right? Like they thought they had a team, and they were just going to try to squeeze that. But this year, they have so many pending free agents. They have decisions to make on young up-and-coming players. They're going to be priced out of some guys. They have like key, key long-time players who, you you know, are you going to let Fletcher Cox play in a different uniform next year, right? Or maybe Fletcher Cox makes that decision this decision for you and doesn't play at all. Who knows? But, um, but the, there's those decisions with Graham and with Cox and with Kelsey. And then uh, the, the last variable here, and we talked about this with Jeff, is Jalen Hurts is going to be due for a huge contract. And I frankly, I don't think this is in the Eagles' hands at this point. It's in Jalen's hands. It's does Jalen want to sign something right away? Does he want to set the market? Or does he wait for Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow and, and you know, if Justin Herbert gets a new deal this offseason, right? Like Jalen Jalen has some some leverage in terms of timing that actually the other guys, uh, it's a little different with the other guys who are under contract for two more years, right? Yeah. Um so Anyways, these are all things to think about with, with Howie Roseman. Okay. Read Zach's story on The Athletic. That'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. We will be back tomorrow. We are thinking around, well, let's see, it'll be about 1.15 or so Eastern Standard Time. That's what we're that's what we're aiming for, uh, live podcast. Hopefully with uh, a different podcast, having a couple of their guests. See how it goes. So, for Zach and Jimmy... And uh, Doug Peterson Day in Morristown. I'm Bo. We will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And as always, we love you.